Ladies and gentlemen, Louis Armstrong was born August the 4th, 1901 in New Orleans, Louisiana. 1901. And he died July the 6th, 1971 in New York, New York. He was a well-known trumpet player. Jazz history is the category. And what a wonderful world is what I want to play you. But first, I would like to uh, let you listen to an interview that I have collected here in one of my playlist folders. And uh, I thought I'd share it with you. I would like to let you know that I like anything from the from the 1920s. I should say the 1900s, you know, fashion, music, stuff like that. When I say I like fashion more than I like the music though. But um I don't know much about Lewis. I just found out a few minutes ago that he died in 1901. You didn't know it either. And if you did, you probably wouldn't be listening to this. <laughs> And if you will, send me a message and let me know you heard it and how you like it and everything. It would be nice to hear from you. And, um, yeah, he was a well-known uh, trumpeter. And uh, I'm going to add this to my podcast because, you know, he got a song out, a song out called, I think it's Mac the Knife. And um, that's what I'm going to play as well. But right now, this interview is taking forever to start. But that's all right. I guess you say if I stop talking, <laughs> we could have been done got to it by now. But anyway, here's Lewis. Thank <laughs> you. 
Scotty Davis. Scotty Davis. A lot of things. Yeah, Scotty <laughs> Davis, Scotty Davis. Whose idea was the hot five? Well, uh, after we had the chance to make uh, Gut Bucket Blues, you uh -huh. know, okay, that yeah. is named the hot five uh -huh. for recording, you know. But you didn't work in clubs with it, with it, with it no, you? No, we never did uh, think about nothing mm -hmm. like that. We just uh, signed up with the OK, you know. Mm -hmm. and every time we had a date, that those were the ones he'd send for, you yeah. know, get together the band. And so uh, we just make up them things and, and scat. And, wait a minute, wait, 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 make up those things. What do you mean? Just make up those just, tunes. Just in the studio? Yeah, yeah, sure. That's why you see... Uh, a lot of them tunes had my name on them. Yeah. Lils, Hurry. You mean you just walked in the studio and made those things up and then did it? Made them up, sure. And then you've been you've been then, playing things like this since. Some of these them, same tunes? Give them the name, yeah. sure. There's uh, one tune there that heebie-jeebies where yeah. I used to drop the paper. Yeah. Start scatting, because we used to do that in the quartets in New Orleans, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sound like an instrument or something. Did you have to take these down then off off the records later to, uh, to Well, in order to, well, uh, not with the New Orleans musicians, yeah. but uh, I mean, if I had to do it nowadays, I yeah. had to arrange it, mm -hmm. you know, for the youngsters, mm -hmm. you know. Coming along now, <laughs> the generation. Yeah, but they'd have the same parts, right. you know. Did you play these tunes at the time, uh, which made these records you were working with? Uh, not all of them. No. Not all of them. The, the usual ones, the, the popular ones we played, but uh, a lot of things uh, we did we just got lost. Well, now as a trumpet player, did it give you more more scope to play in a group like this? Well, I didn't pay much attention to the idea of, uh, you know, what, what I was going to do. I, yeah. I went with so many different organizations. I went with Erskine Tate uh, yeah. at the Vendome at that time, and, and as you go along, you know, you're changing styles and and uh, there's playing for silent pictures big old symphony orchestra playing yeah. for silent pictures <laughs> and after the curtain go up you play overture and yeah. and uh hot number that's where i came in you know yeah. and as the years go on you lose a lot it's possible that you do that you know but that was really the first well that was all my life day. that's yeah. all i knew of yeah. so but you had to go get with different i like when i went with Fletcher Anderson's band in 1924. Well, there was something else. There's Don Redmond. Uh, uh, the minute I get up on the stand with, uh, to join the band, there's a part in front of me. You know, well, I was used to all that. <laughs> and you get conscious. You know, your mind, you, as you go along, you got to get with it. So you lose something. But is that all good experience for you as a musician? I, I enjoyed the experience, but I mean, what about the record collectors? A lot of them, they figure, well, I shouldn't have never done it. Oh, oh. But to me, I thought well, uh, every time I look around, I was playing with good musicians. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, like on, uh, I played on the uh, excursion boats with Fate Marable's band, yeah. and it was a good band, 1919 to 1921. Mm -hmm. That's where I used to meet Vicks up yeah. and down that Mississippi River there on that excursion yeah. boat from St. Louis to Davenport. Yeah. And I used to see him, a little youngster, yeah. and then we start meeting all over the country and sit down. We had sessions, and I enjoyed it all. And then I went into the sunset with Joe Glazer yeah. in 1926, and I was doubling from the sunset to the Vendome. Yeah. So that was a lot of experience in this Carol Dixon big band.
So all this added to your own equipment as a car uh, player. That's going on, on, yeah. I didn't try to do nothing else, but mm -hmm. blow. And you would advise any 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 youngster today to, uh, I, I would assume, to have as much experience as Experience, as you know, play with good musicians if you can, and try to listen to them and mm -hmm. see what they're putting down, and that's the way I came along. Try to overdo it or nothing. I just enjoyed playing in them good bands. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you played it. in some good bands. We're kind of yeah. running up headlong against it's the clock here. Good. I wonder if we could uh, uh, just sort of take it out now with Louis Armstrong on, on Mac the Knife to uh, let our listeners see how uh, Louis, after all this whole long yeah. career of recording and playing all over the world, <laughs> Things sound today just as fresh and alive and beautiful as they have in the past with the Mac the Knife and the Louis Armstrong All-Stars. Thank you, and I will be coming back with much, much more. It's another interview I want to share with you that I have came across, and I will be placing that in a segment. Thank you.